Parts of Venice, Italy, including the famous San Marco Square, were flooded this week. A high tide forced tourists to wade through the city in knee-high waters. Water levels are about 55 inches above normal. Makeshift footbridges were created to allow people to walk above the floodwaters. Rafael Bras is provost at Georgia Tech. He's also an expert on flooding in Venice and the efforts to protect the city, which we're going to talk about. But first, Rafael, seems to me this is a story that we hear quite often. So let's go to you for a reality check. Is Venice flooding happening more frequently? The number of floods uh, over the last few decades, uh, certainly over the last 100 years, have been uh, documented to be increasing in frequency. Floods over 110 centimeters are on the order of 50 inches. For example, in the decade of the 1950s, would have occurred around 10 to 15 times and now are now occurring about 50 to 55 times a year. And does the water recede eventually? Yes, the water recedes eventually. These events normally can last uh, six hours. Uh, They can last longer, like the one yesterday, uh, the last few days have been 14 hours. Why is this happening more frequently? I think there are two main explanations of why this happens. Uh, Early on, the region, the lagoon of Venice, uh, was sinking very quickly. And that was largely due to the pumping of water for industrial uses uh, around the lagoon. Controls were put in place back in the 1970s. The rate of sinking has reduced considerably. So the one big threat that still continues unabated is sea level rise. And that uh, will, by all accounts, will continue and is certainly occurring in the Adriatic. Well, this is something, obviously, that's been on our minds here in the U.S. as well, the sea level rise uh, through all this week and even prior to that. What, then, are you doing uh, in the Venice area to try and hold back the sea? The whole idea is to separate the sea from the lagoon or the body, the smaller body of water you want to protect in times of high tides. So the idea is to close off the inlets into the Lagoon of Venice, and there are three inlets into the Lagoon of Venice, during periods of high tide or high flood conditions. So that's a a hugely ambitious project. Are you concerned that at the rate of the sea level rise and the flooding that you say is happening more frequently in Venice, that there may be significant destruction before the project is even completed? The project actually uh, probably will not be completed until 2016. And the reason for that uh, is not engineering or problems with engineering. It's going very, very well. It has to do with the appropriate financing uh, and the flow of resources to keep the pace of construction going. And as you know, uh, all around the world, uh, finances are a real issue these days. You mean is it going to cost more than the $8 billion that had been estimated? No, it's not. Uh, but it's still it, hard to get the $8 billion. It, it's, just, it's just getting the financing flowing uh, as originally intended. Uh, so let me ask you this. Uh, is it reasonable to think or overly optimistic to think and hope that Venice will exist as the beautiful historic city that it is 100 years from now? I believe so with this project, it will. And, but needless to say, uh, the future not only of Venice but of every coastal region in the world is something that goes beyond the region of Venice and something that we as uh, as citizens of the world have to worry about. Yeah, even now to the coast of New Jersey and New York. Absolutely.
All right. Thank you. Raphael Bras, provost at Georgia Institute of Technology. Nice to speak with you. Thank you very much.